Hello, we are back. Hello, everybody. It's been a little bit of time, and we are so happy to be chatting with you tonight. Yes, we are. We are very excited. I could go into all the excuses. I will spare you. We have had a baby. It's been busy. She hasn't had a babysitter. And we're back. And we're probably not going to be able to stay on top of weekly podcasts, but we will definitely be here a few times a month. We will do our best to keep you entertained. Yeah, and we reached a milestone in our listens, and we're just pretty excited that you're here. We reached a milestone? You didn't tell me about that. I just told you. Oh my god, I was playing dumb so you could tell them. Like five seconds ago. Okay, well now tell our listeners. We reached a thousand listens. One thousand. It's pretty exciting. Um, Yeah. It's been like a whole month. There's so much to talk about that I don't know where to start. I got my hair done today. We'll start small. It looks really good. I told my hairstylist that I'm ready for a mommy makeover. Um, I have been feeling dull and not great, probably honestly since Liv was born. And it's time to do what mommy wants to do. And let me be clear. I'm not doing this for other people. I'm not doing it because I think I'm not cute or need to change i'm doing it because ah, it makes me feel good so got my hair done and it looks fantastic i might add thank you i just tanned myself because i feel so much better when i have a nice fake tan and i really like the stuff that i use so i took like the 20 minutes to do it probably half an hour because you have to shower and scrub yourself it's like a whole ordeal and then tomorrow I'm going to get my nails done, which is exciting. And in three weeks, I am getting lip filler and I'm so excited. <laughs> I've been wanting it since before I was pregnant and I got too scared and I chickened out and I canceled and didn't do it. And I am finally at the stage where I'm like, shoot me up. I need it. I want it. I'm excited about it. I have... um. Like, and I feel like this needs to be said that I've wanted it for a long time, not necessarily just because it got popular. I don't have much of an upper lip and I've always just wanted my lips to look a little bit more proportional. So I'm not trying to go big. I don't even really want people to know that I have it. I just want to feel better when I look in the mirror and look like my lips are proportional and that I can wear lipstick and actually have lips to put it on. And (laughs) I'm really excited about it. Sounds very exciting for you. Yeah, it is really exciting. Um, Are you nervous about it at all? A little bit, but honestly, after having a balloon shoved up my cervix, there's not that much that intimidates me. That's true. So what do they do? Do they just, do they numb you up and just poke you I mean, in the I've lip never and insert some stuff it. in there? I've never done it before, but I watched like it on YouTube. And so what really got, cause I knew that I wanted it done, but I didn't have like, a, I hadn't committed to like a set date or made an appointment. But tonight at my hair appointment, I was talking to the girls at the salon and they're like, yes, like I've done it. I love it. This place is awesome. They're amazing. Don't be scared. Like it's so easy and quick. And I had already wanted it. So it really like gave me the confidence to do it. Um, so I, and it was nice to get the recommendation of where to do it I looked at the place it gets amazing reviews um so basically they put like a numbing gel all over your lips so it kind of numbs it but if you think about it if a needle's going into your lips and only the surface is numb then it would only take away like some of the pain 
you know? Like, yeah. it, don't, it would take away, like, the initial prick. It'll probably just feel like a, a, but a you pressure. But you would feel it underneath your lips. I've heard that it hurts a lot worse if, if you're on your period. Because when you're on your period, you um, have, what's it called? More, not histamine. You have more prostaglandins, and they cause pain. And the reason why you have cramps when you're on your period is because your body has, literally, it, it like, creates more pain cells. Which huh. is really fucked up. So I've heard that it hurts a lot worse if you're in your period. And I'm pretty sure I scheduled it right for my period. So that's great. Oh, great. Love that for me. Hold on. Let me check. I'm I have, curious if it worked. If I it have hurts a period more than a tattoo. tracker app. And I'm going to be sad if it actually... Oh, my God. I got it the day that my period is supposed to start. That's going to be so <laughs> shitty. Uh, oh, fuck. Well, all right. Well, there you go. So let's take a step back real quick because you just went through a bunch of stuff. Let's talk about your hair. You told me that they used three tubs of bleach. Yeah. From a guy who doesn't get his hair done, I literally think that they're grabbing a bucket of bleach like no. we have in the garage, no. pouring it into a cup, and painting that on your hair. No. Or washing your hair in a sink full of bleach. No. That's what I envisioned in my head when you say, oh my God, babe, they use so much bleach. They use three tubs. To me... That's like three gallons in the garage. So by the end, we've gone through four. Four? Holy shit, that's even more. And it was, you know, like the little bowls that they have at the hair station? With, yeah, the little, little white bowls, and they have that weird little brush, brush and they paint it. And so it's it, was, like purple. it was four bowls full of like a bleach solution. Does the bleach solution contain... It's like foam. It looks like... like do they actually grab like a jug like of bleach and pour it in there? Aftershave. Okay. How do they make it? They mix peroxide bleach with like a hair color like ex- like toner thing. I don't know. It's a mixture. It's like half ble- half actual bleach and half like hair conditioner. I don't know. Mm. It makes like a little mixture cocktail. Cocktail. But yeah, she ended up putting like, I don't know, probably 150 foils on my head. It was crazy. Damn. But it's super blonde. I love it. And mommy makeover is happening full force. We're going for it. Maybe I'll get eyelash extensions. Maybe I'll get Botox. You, you know? do not need eyelash extensions. You have the longest <laughs> eyelashes of anybody I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> they are very long and they hurt when they get in your eye. Maybe we should bleach my beard. No, because it would, unless you got it done professionally, it would turn orange. You know how when people with dark uh, yeah, hair. I bleached my hair when I was a kid. It turned fucking bright ass orange and I was a redhead. That to me is the ugliest color. Yeah, I was, yeah, it was like, it wasn't like redhead orange. It was like burnt orange. I hate it so much. I'm talking from personal experience because I've been there and had it. And as a blonde, like a true platinum-y blonde, there's nothing worse. And you blondes will understand this than brassiness it is our life mission as a blonde to fight the brass we have purple shampoo honey we have purple conditioner we have purple leave-in treatments we fight the brass every day we fight the good fight against the orange fight the good fight i wish i would have known that when i was in fourth grade and i tried to dye my hair well there's not that many pictures left so you'll be all right um we okay so let's think let's think let's think mommy makeover i got my hair done um we've had a really busy crazy couple weeks with Liv, and um, but also fun also fun do we have any like hardest worst like moment of the last couple weeks that you want to share anything crazy that stands out to you uh hardest worst moments she's been bumping her head a lot and that really stresses me out she is on the move and crawling officially. And so she army crawled for like 
all of last week. And then just, what was it, this morning when I told you to look at her because she was on her hands and knees crawling? Mm-hmm. So today was literally the first day that she's been crawling around, like, elevated on her hands and Instead knees. Instead of an army crawl. It's really cool. It's really cute. Yeah, so that's stressful for sure if she, like, hurts herself. Or for me, I hate when she tries to eat random things. That really stresses me out. And now that she's on the move and we have two dogs, one who sheds constantly. Our house is full of black hair from this German Shepherd. Like, it is a constant struggle. I'm going to be honest. If I could see, if we could go back in time before we got Penny and I could see like a lens into my future and someone would show me the amount of hair that we would have to vacuum daily, the amount of hair on our floors, the amount of shedding, I don't think I would have gotten her, to be honest. I Probably don't, not. It's intimidating with the hair. I don't think I would have done it. So anyways, so Liv is crawling out and she's obsessed with hair. She, and Penny. She loves to pull my hair. She pulls Eric's armpit and, and leg hair. She pulled herself up to, to a standing position today by my leg hair. Oh my god, that sounds so And painful. I screamed and I said, what the hell? And she looked at me like, oh my god, I just heard dad. And then she did it again. Oh, you scared her. Yeah, she loves to pull hair and she loves to eat it even more. And so, and she's crawling around the house and she finds Penny's hair anywhere and everywhere, even though I vacuum all the time, um, she eats it and it's stressful and she'll be eating like a leaf or a chunk of hair from the corner of the floor and it's just like a constant battle now that she's mobile to always be watching what she's putting in her mouth so that can be a little bit stressful i would say something that's been hard i don't know this isn't like a big thing but i feel like i keep breaking shit all i keep breaking stuff you don't feel like it you do break stuff Thank you for that vote of confidence. Like once a week I walk in and you have a broken glass or something on the ground. And I'm like, what the hell? Always broken glass. Why can't it be like, I don't know. A wooden Barbie? Like a pencil <laughs> or something, right? Like a, a shoe. No, it's always glasses, like like wine glasses or coffee glasses or mason jars that I always knock off the counter or they fall out of the cabinet. I don't know. But so on Monday nights, I've been really into Bachelorette this season. Me and two friends get together and we watch it at my house on Monday nights. It's really fun. I like having a girls night and um, I make dinner for everyone and then we hang out. But it's been a little bit stressful because now that Liv is just, I don't know, she's awesome but she also takes a lot of time and attention so it'll be like okay I just got off work Um, I might need to go grocery shopping I need to cook the dinner for everyone they're all coming over at this exact time but that's also when Liv gets fussy and needs to get ready for bed so it's just like a lot to juggle and so in the midst of this juggling act on Monday night this past Monday of course I break like this frail little like delicate glass coffee mug and it just shatters everywhere all over the kitchen as like I'm boiling the pasta and Liv is crying with you somewhere I think you took her to calm her down and I'm sweating my fucking ass off because it's been like 110 degrees here and people are arriving in literally three minutes and I break a glass and I was like you've got to be kidding me did you break the orange happy one no, that like dub one of those double walled um coffee. Uh, I don't like those ones anyways. They're so cute though. <laughs> um anyways, so that's just been really annoying. I just I I've been breaking shit all the time. I'm not as like aware of my body as I used to be. I'm more 
frantic with mom brain, I guess. We're pretty lucky that neither us nor the dog nor the baby or anybody stepped on it. So that's really nice. <sighs> yeah. Now that I've done it so much, I have like a protocol. So I will sweep it all into one little area. I'll go. I'll start like really wide. Like I'll go like 10 or 15 feet away from where whoa, I dropped whoa, whoa, it. Whoa, whoa. Hold on one I'm second. I'm in the middle of my protocol. Back up one second. The first thing you say is, shit, Eric, I broke something. Because I, yeah, because the dogs are always walking around and no one has shoes on. You need to get the dogs out of wherever it is and put shoes on. So, mm-hmm. yeah, you're welcome. All right, back to protocol. So, I start really far away and I sweep inwards towards the break just to make sure that any tiny little shards that might have flown get taken care of. So, I sweep it all into a little pile, making sure I get like every little nook and cranny. And then I sweep it all into the little like sweeper tray. And this is the trick. You don't put it in your trash can because then it can break through the bag. Or if someone's taking the trash out, they can cut themselves. So you get one of those like reusable Target bags, the plastic ones or the grocery bags, and you put it in the grocery bag. And as much as you can, you sweep like twice. So you do that with the thing I just said. You do it twice. You put it in the grocery bag. You take the grocery bag out to the trash. You throw it away so no one gets cut. Then you take your vacuum and you vacuum the area thoroughly. It gets any tiny little last bits and i we haven't cut ourselves that way even though i break shit like all the time we've been pretty lucky so far so that's pretty obnoxious anyways something really cool that i stumbled upon this past week i don't even know how i don't even remember why i started looking into this but we started on the topic of, oh, this is what happened. I needed to order more liver supplements on Amazon because liver is really good for you. Um, and organ meats in general are really good for you. And if you think about it up until like 150 years ago, honestly, because people in the 60s were really into like liver hearts. Um, up until like 50 years ago, it was really normal to eat organs and like people liked gizzards and hearts and it's really good for you. Like eating, they call it from like nose to tail. Um, there's really great nutrients. And what's so crazy is that the, the organ that you eat benefits that organ in your body. So if I eat liver, it's going to benefit my liver. If I eat heart, it's going to benefit my heart. It's really cool. And just the rest of your body. And it has like little like minerals and stuff that you don't get in your daily day life, like selenium and really high B vitamins and choline and copper. Um, so anyways, it, I just feel better when I'm taking them, but I am not going to sit down and eat an actual organ. I don't think I would either, but it's kind of crazy though that like that whole conversation came up because last week I was so into that show Meat Eater. And they were talking about hunting elk and caribou and, like, different deers and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then that night, they would eat the heart and the liver. They would eat those really? main organs every single time after the fresh kill. Ugh. Just the... Th- just the... Th- <laughs> just, like, the, the, the veins in the gristle. Oh, my gosh. No. Okay. Anyways. So, I know that it's good for me. I know that it's a great thing. I was also reading up on copper deficiency, and I think I have that. Um, And so one of the best natural sources of copper, they said, was liver. 
like animal liver but mama's not going to go out and make some liver stew so i bought the ancestral supplements liver supplement um i've taken that before i've taken their combined organ that i really like where it has like heart spleen kidney and liver but it said specifically that liver was really high in copper and so i got their just liver supplement and liver is just really good for you in general so i've been taking that but anyways i was reading the reviews on the supplement because ancestral supplements the meat organs are it's a really cool company if you look into it they're amazing they are so um, full of integrity and the way that they source their animals and the way that they process the pills and it's just a really cool it's a really cool guy and he believes in health and is really helpful to people um and what so kind of meat? um it's from new zealand organic grass-fed cattle that's cool um and so one of the reviews as i was reading reviews because i was like man why i know i love it i know it's good for you but like why do people love it so much i wanted to hear some testimonials and get myself hyped for this 36 dollars supplement and one of the guys in the review was like i started taking this because i'm on the blood type diet Mm. and it like piqued my interest and i wanted to look into what the blood type diet is mostly because i had no idea what blood type I was my whole life until I got pregnant and then they have to do a test on you in your pregnancy um, where they look up what blood type you are so that if something happens during labor they they have it on file Um, and they have to like see what the baby is because they might have to give you like a shot if you guys are different types it's like a whole thing Mm -hmm. anyways I found out you guys I am the most rare blood type that there is and only 0.4% of the population has it. So less than 1%. And it's type A, B, negative. I had no idea that I was so special. That is very special, babe. And you have? I'm O negative. O negative. So So I'm the universal donor, so I can give it to anybody, but I can only take it back from the same type. And I think because we're both negative, we knew that Liv would be negative. So there wasn't an issue of like mm-hmm. her possibly being a different type than me. And she turned out to be O negative. She's O negative like you. Well. So I may be negative and it's really rare. Um, the baby's crying and we'll be right back to tell you more about blood types. And we're back. I feel like we forgot to mention something. Livy got her first tooth. Oh, did you just feel it? After 10, <laughs> after 10 long months. 10 months. Oh, my sweet girl finally has her little toothy. And we think she's breaking a second I one. think they're right next to each other, the two bottom ones. The two bottoms. Yeah, she's so precious. Um, she has been refusing to breastfeed during the day. She's such a busybody and has so many things to do and people to see that if I try to stop her to breastfeed, she squirms and screams and is not into it. But she will still take a feeding if she's sleepy, so like in the middle of the night or early morning. So we're kind of doing like a hybrid thing right now, and I think she'll probably wean pretty soon. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of sad, but also, honestly, I mean, I really wanted to make it 12 months, and that's why it's kind of hard, because I just like had a goal and I wanted to meet it. But there's stuff that I've been missing that I also want to be able to do again. Like I want to be able to use retinol, like vitamin A on my skin it helps so much with wrinkles and just makes your skin look amazing and I haven't been able to since before getting pregnant because you can't use it when you're pregnant you can't use it when you're breastfeeding and I really want a tattoo and there's supplements that I really want to take but I can't take if I'm breastfeeding for like inflammation and allergies and just to get my own body working like it should um so I think it'll be kind of nice to have my own body back 
I think so. I've my, shared my body with her for like two years plus. Um. Yeah. About two years. Twenty months. I've yeah. shared my body with her. That's crazy. Well, if it makes you feel any better, my goal was six months, and you've shattered my goal for breastfeeding. So. Oh well, thank you, and also it's adorable that you had a goal for breastfeeding. That's so cute. Yeah, I thought six months of getting that pure nutrition liquid gold would be great for making her grow up healthy and and how do you feel about me giving her 10 she's fantastic i can't believe that we were both sick last week and she never got it i know we both got a cold after our trip to monterey and it was pretty rough like it wasn't just a little cold it wasn't covid but it was a bad cold and she didn't get sick she kept breastfeeding and having my breast milk and um, she was fine. So that's, it's amazing. Like the way that it helps their immune systems is so cool. But I anyways, was very impressed. um, back to blood types. So it's so cool. The amount of information that there is on blood types, what your blood type means and what it means for what you should eat. And not just like the fact that there's a whole diet built around it is crazy. And not just a diet of like eat this to lose weight, but it's saying based on this blood type this is what your body struggles with and this is what your body does really well so it helps you to just play into those things so it says like people with type o blood for example they do really well with meat but they don't do very well with gluten um, or like grains and it gives kind of reasons why and background and it's just a really really cool in-depth dive to people's bodies and honestly it makes sense because you know how like one person can be on keto and it's awesome and it works so great Mm -hmm. for them and then one person feels like death and it's the Mm -hmm. worst thing ever but they love high carb you know i mean that explains our blood types completely It, it says mine is great for a high protein high fat diet but it has to have low grains and when you have a lot of grains you get fat and bloated and don't feel as happy or you know comfortable as you should be yes um and then yours was saying the complete opposite to where you shouldn't have a super fatty diet and super high Mm -hmm. protein my type is more prone to like um like heart issues and high blood pressure so i have to eat more of like a healthy heart diet like low fat and low meat Mm -hmm. and it was also saying that type ab's have low stomach acid um and so we can't eat a ton of meat um because it doesn't digest fully so it's so funny too because as we were reading through this we were both like oh my god this is so accurate it's almost like telling you things you already knew so for example i started taking a digestive enzyme like maybe a year ago because I realized it helped me digest my meals so much better and I sometimes if it was fatty or like heavy meat I just felt like it just sat in my stomach and I felt terrible or give me heartburn and when I started taking digestive enzymes it helped so much because it has stomach acid it has enzymes and it breaks everything down and so it was so funny when it said that my type AB has low stomach acid and can have trouble breaking down proteins um, because I like have already noticed that but it was so cool to have it like um you know verified i guess um and it also goes into your personality a little bit which i thought was really cool they've done studies on different blood types and they've found similarities between them so like for example um mine said that in a study type ab's describe themselves as emotional passionate friendly trusting and empathetic and i would a hundred percent agree with all of those for myself Um, it's so wild and then it also brought up um, it was talking about 
stress and different emotions and stuff and something for me said it says um, for a b your greatest danger is the tendency to internalize your emotions which like hello yes 100 percent, especially anger and hostility which is more damaging to your health and I was like oh my god that is like me in a nutshell like internalizing anger because you don't want to externalize it or show it or be like a violent person um when in reality anger is just another human emotion and it's allowed to exist i'm working on it okay guys i have a therapist chill out (laughs) all right it's crazy how accurate it was what's yours um mine talks about how um it has so mine's o negative which is the universal donor and it talks about how it has different antibodies it's the only one that has opposing antibodies for both blood types a and blood type b which makes it good for universal donor because it can actually bond with either one so your blood type can be given to anyone yes which is which is why you donate a lot yes so uh, yeah little backstory ever since that whole las vegas shooting thing one of my friends was involved in it and Ever since then, I've felt the urge to donate as much as I possibly can because I have that universal blood type. So, for and the... it honestly freaks me out, and I like tell him to calm the f down because he likes to donate all of his blood, and I'm like, "Listen, dude, you need some too." Yeah, I do double red donations um, twice a year, and I was doing plasma for a little bit too. It's pretty wild. So, and he's so brave. I am like the most sensitive person, and I get dizzy if I get like five vials of blood taken at the doctor. I would never be able to give blood. I would honestly pass out. Um, so it goes. It's really cool. So the blood type diet. It goes into types of food that you can eat because they're beneficial for your blood type and for your organs and your heart and your brain and just like your whole working system. And then it goes into types of foods that can like slow you down. Or cause diseases like later on and that your body has a hard time with. So, for example, um, it said that my type has a high amount of cancer rates. Um, So to avoid like smoked and processed meats because we have a low... Um, low stomach acid where meats don't might not get broken down fully and when that meat is sitting when that processed meat smoked meat is sitting in your gut it's even worse so it was just it's like so detailed and it was really interesting and something that I thought was so funny is as I was reading through the types it said that type a um is a type that tends to be more uptight and they have higher cortisol levels and I thought that was funny because people will say like I'm so type A it's literally type A if you have type (laughs) A blood you're uptight and have higher cortisol like it's a thing Um, so I'm going to read to you guys a couple just like basics of the blood type diet and um, hopefully it like resonates with you and if you don't know your blood type I encourage you to go get it um, drawn and see what your blood type is because this stuff is so interesting so it says that blood type A is called the agrarian and um, they are supposed to be primarily vegetarian Um, and it also goes into exercise types what type of exercise is best for each type so it says type a is prone to stress they can have higher cortisol they're called the agrarian which means um like vegetarian um they have a harder time digesting meat and they're best with gentle exercise so like low uh, exercise that doesn't raise your cortisol so not like high intensity okay type b is called the nomad and he is supposed to be an omnivore, which means meat and 
grains, right? Meat and vegetables? No Omnivore? Clue. Okay. I was going to ask you. <laughs> okay. Um, it says, for type B nomads, they're supposed to eat meat, uh, low-fat dairy, vegetable vegetables, avoiding wheat, and exercising moderately. Type AB, which is what I have, are called the sensitives, which is so funny because ever since I was little, my parents said I was so sensitive and I really am the most sensitive person ever, like the princess and the pea. So it's so funny. AB is called sensitive. We're omnivore as well. I think omnivore just means you can eat meat and vegetables. So um, it says seafood is best for me, um, some dairy, vegetables, tofu, um, to avoid pork, chicken, and beef rough and it says exercise calming to moderate is what i've been reading um and then because a b is really a combination of a and b i was reading how it's the newest blood type that exists because it was from a and b combining their genes over and over and it made a b so it's really cool um so i have a little bit from from both types and then o is called old just old old just old maybe like you have the oldest type of blood yeah a couple gray hairs that would be cool um it says you are primarily carnivore so whereas the other types are like either no meat or low meat or certain types of meat the o is primarily carnivore so you can have poultry fish you can have chicken you can have pork all the meat i Um, love it i could have meat every single night like just throw a slab of steak on there. I don't need any veggies or any of that other crap. Just give me some meat. And, and you've I'll always been like that. It. And it like grosses me out because I'm not like that at all. I would rather have like a grain bowl. Um, okay, so it says you are supposed to avoid grains though, that your body doesn't do great with grains and and bread and beans. And it says that your exercise type, whereas the other ones were moderate or gentle, is supposed to be vigorous. Mm-hmm. And you read up Why do I have to have the hardest fucking workout? Because you get all the fucking steaks. <laughs> I guess so, huh? Hard protein, hard workouts. Yeah. Hit me up, Joe Rogan. Let's do this. Oh, <laughs> I bet he's on negative. Um, Anyways. Um, yeah. Steaks every night. I'm down for it. I need to cut out bread. I have a lot of bread. You have a lot of bread. And I haven't been wanting to say anything, but baby, you have a lot of bread. <laughs> well, you introduced me to freaking sourdough. sourdough bread with butter and jelly on it. And I have I have like two pieces every day. Sad. On top of like the two sandwiches and the pasta and the muffins <laughs> yep that's, um, that's why i'm chubby fat or eric, is, fat. <laughs> eric is so funny you guys he the other day i made him a banana and peanut butter sandwich for dinner very normal very common Every, normal in what world? everyone grew up with this as a child the combination of peanut butter and banana he looked at me like i had grown a third head wait i don't have two heads a second head <laughs> third head <laughs> And he was like, what is this? And I was like, well, just try. Like, it's good. Like, thinking it wasn't that weird. And then at the end, he was like, what made you think of making that? That was such a crazy flavor combination. And I was like, well, I mean, it's like the thing. Like, you also added white chocolate to it, too, though. I added white you chocolate chips and some it. cinnamon. It was, And I grilled it, so it was, like, hot. It was, it was fun. But he was like, what? How does that exist? And I was like, well, it's like a thing that people eat. And he had never in his life heard of or eaten bananas and peanut butter together. Never. I've heard of like peanut butter and honey, but not ever bananas and peanut butter. Very normal. Celery and peanut butter. Very normal. Yeah. Um, So anyways, it was pretty good. So I feel like I introduced him to things. So we had that and he liked it. And then... um, And it was on a piece of bread. 
in in my, <laughs> in my house growing up, we always had like buttered toast with cinnamon and sugar or buttered toast with jam. Very normal. It was just the snack. Everyone always had it. Like there was always a butter knife on the counter because it was being used to jelly or to smear butter. And I was eating it for breakfast, I'm sure. And you just saw me eating it and were like, what was, what is that? And it was so shocking to me. I'm like, it's freaking buttered toast with jelly. And he didn't understand and loved it and has been eating it ever since i'm obsessed so probably not healthy for me but it's so good it's so good it almost tastes like a cheater version of a pie yeah like a slice of pie yeah and my blood type loves fatty stuff and we get that Kerrygold nice healthy fatty butter so technically i'm feeding my blood type so good so if you guys want more information on your blood type if you want to look more into this i would highly recommend going to um the the guy's website who created this whole thing there's a lot of information on there that's what i was reading from it's called i don't really know datamo.com so it's d-a-d-a-m-o dot com d-a-d-a-m-o dot com datamo.com and um there's a ton of stuff on here on the different types and it's really interesting and intriguing honestly we've talked about this before anything that tells me more about myself or other people like assessments and personality stuff I love Mm -hmm. I love it it's like my goal in life to know myself and to know myself well I grew up around a bunch of people who were like numb to themselves didn't know anything about themselves didn't care to look internally and I'm like the exact opposite I'm like exploring that shit looking under every rock exploring the caves of myself because I think it's so interesting so um yeah whether it's astrology or um the Enneagram or Myers-Briggs or the blood type diet it's so cool I I can be into that stuff for a little bit but for some reason this blood type one is stuck with me for like the week and a half that we've been talking about it and it's it just kind of brings some realizations i mean for the last six months to a year you look so cute right now i've been complaining and telling well, thank you telling you how i'll have one beer or a beer and a half and be like babe like two years ago three years ago that didn't didn't do anything we drink like and, fish and, and now, now like, like i'll wake up hungover after one beer and it just makes sense we have one drink and it's like i feel terrible but my blood type literally says avoid alcohol mine does too and i feel terrible after alcohol and it totally makes sense why um i was gonna say something about that but i forgot you look really cute right now <laughs> well we are cute together we have good blood oh that's I think what i was gonna say you always talk about so you've been going to the gym a ton you're still doing the morning gym thing i'm so proud of you you look amazing every time i see your bod i'm like whoa who is that but you always complain about like a belly or feeling bloated or look at my stomach and what's so interesting to me is you have like a stomach that is you're you're a really fit guy and it but it almost looks like bloat that's where i had not like red. Not like fat or like a beer belly. It looks like bloated and distended almost and like where you want to poke it and like pop it. And pop it. <laughs> but what's so interesting to me is when you, I, I've told you for years that gluten makes you feel like crap. It makes you bloated. It makes you have skin issues. It gives you inflammation. It gives you weird like belly stuff and poop stuff. Um, and it just makes you feel like lethargic and bloated. And I've told you this, but 
every person has to make changes on their own time and I'm not here to force anything but I remember when you gave up gluten like strictly for I think it was like a month maybe because I told you I was like what if you just try to temporarily give it up and see if you feel any different Mm-hmm. because then it'll prove to you and you felt so different you felt mm-hmm. amazing you had great poops you had a lot of energy and I remember your stomach you had no none of that bloat it was almost like it looked like your real stomach mm-hmm. like what your real stomach should look like mm-hmm. instead of like feeling um uncomfortably distended and bloated and like looking not like Swole. you if that makes sense Puffy. yeah I don't know how to explain it but yeah And it's so interesting because your type said that you don't handle grains in wheat well. um, And that's something that you've known for a while. So it'd be interesting to see if you took a break from that and had more like whole foods as your sources of carbs, like Mm -hmm. potatoes and oats and um, I don't know, fruit. Well, it's cool because I've been super into fruit lately. If your bloat would go away. I've been killing fruits, bananas, peaches, oranges and blueberries by the way what did if you have today like or last night like beer and pizza probably not the best <laughs> for anyone honestly whatever your blood type is yeah if there's a blood type <laughs> where it says eat as much beer and pizza as you want i want that kind of blood what were you gonna say be honest um oh um blueberries if your baby eats too many it turns their poop blue oh my gosh if wasn't age, that the craziest thing ever yeah so she had like blue tint it was still dark because it's like poo but it was like blue dark brown poo yeah it was like bluish brown it stained her butt blue it she was really cool did it. oh my gosh it stained her butt cheeks where the poop was on her butt the blueberries stained her butt um she we think we got <laughs> it's actually really funny because we bought a costco thing of blueberries and if you guys have been to costco everything is bigger the fruit is big everything so we bought not just a carton of blueberries but a carton of blueberries well you weren't gonna buy it, was it probably like a pound probably and i wasn't gonna get it because i was like you know i'm the only one who really likes blueberries and eats them and i do love them but i was like i cannot get through this in the next seven days because they get mushy and eric was like I volunteer as tribute. I will help you get through them. <laughs> and I was like, promise? And then we, um, so he's been eating them, but then we figured out that Liv really likes them and we were trying to freaking get through these blueberries as quick as possible and hand them off to anybody. <laughs> and so if we cut them in half, it's safe for her. She loves them. She chows on them for breakfast, but her poop and her little booty hole has been <laughs> blue. <laughs> We've been killing the blueberry game. I'm really happy and they're really good for you and they have high an- antioxidants. Yeah. So we should get another one. Did you know, I know this from my nutrition days, blueberries are the num so out of all the antioxidants and all the foods like um out of so hold on antioxidants are awesome because they help your body when there's oxidative stress antioxidative um so where there's issues from pollution or free radicals or you ate too much fat or um cured meat or you're under stress or you're the chemicals in your makeup it all creates free radicals in our body. So um, it's amazing to eat foods that are anti this and that help this. Um, and so did you know that the number one fruit of free radicals is blueberries? Organic blueberries have the most antioxidants out of any fruit. I did not, but and this podcast is making me want to be I so healthy. I think it said, so organic blueberries was number one. 
And I think regular blueberries that like have pesticides or whatever, I think was like number three. Mm. So blueberries in general are so good for you. So healthy, so delicious, and really good for your body. They help all your organs, your tissues, because let's be honest, living in modern day America is tough on the system. Aren't pomegranates pretty high too? Um, I wonder if that's number two, if regular pomegranate or regular blueberries are number three. Yeah, it's the the things that are like red and purple are really, the really d- high. darker they are, right? So pomegranate juice, pomegranates, cherries, plums, blueberries. I don't think plums are mm. at the top. I'm, I'm talking like the peak, you mm. know? Um, but anyways, I don't know what we're talking about. That's our story and we're sticking to it. Antioxidants. Yep. <laughs> blueberries, poop. All right. Blue butts. I'm so hungry. I need to go have a snack. Also, it's like 11 p.m. What are we doing? Getting ready to play some video games. That's what we're doing. We got tomorrow off. Hell yeah. I'm tired. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, we love you guys. Thanks for joining us and being patient with our busy month. But we will try to be more... Consistent. Consistent. See you later. Adios. Go eat some blueberries. (laughs)